It's an everyday experience that comes in many different forms. It's the S word. Can you guess what I'm referring to? This is Richard Flint FM, the digital podcast dedicated to improving your life every single day. It's a thing called stress. Have you ever had a stressful day? I mean, have you ever had a day that was going great until you got out of bed? How many days do you feel stressed? How many days do you feel uncertain? Worried about the future? Find yourself struggling with making ends meet. How often do you find yourself anxious? Feeling tired? Overwhelmed? Feeling life is controlling you, you are not controlling your life. Do you think the amount of stress on people's lives today is increasing? I do. I see it on their faces. I hear it in their voices. I feel it when they're talking to people. The pressure on people today has increased. You see, stress is a fact of life. You will never live without it. In fact, if I could take all the stress out of your life, you would be dead in about three and a half minutes. That's not a thought. That's a medical fact. Stress is in every present part of life. But it was not meant to control your inner presence. It was meant to be a part of your life. Not the controller of your life. Helping people understand stress is a challenge. When I was doing my research for my book, The Truth About Stress... I found 104 different definitions to the word. You talk about stress. Each definition I read just didn't say what I felt stress really was. The definitions were either too wordy, too medical, or too psychological. So I took all of these 104 definitions, studied them, and then created my own definition to the meaning of stress. So here is definition 105. Stress. Anything in your life that makes you uptight. Now to me, that's simple and to the point. Stress. Anything in your life that makes you uptight. Now, that would mean that stress is an everyday part of your life. It would mean the more uptight you become, the greater the stress in your life. You will never live a day of your life without experiencing some stress. You see, it really is an every present part of being alive. So, if that's true then why would we be doing a show about stress? Shouldn't we just accept it as something that is? And just go on with living? The answer to that is no. Stress is in every present part of your life, but, and that's a huge but, 
It doesn't have to control you. My thought is, people who work to eliminate stress become even more stressful. People who learn to control their stress enhance the quality of their life. You either face your stress, adapt your life so you can control its effect on you, or you deny it exists and grant stress emotional permission to turn your life upside down. Now, which do you think most people do? Go back to my definition. Stress is anything in your life that makes you uptight. The needed understanding is how wound up do you become when you are uptight? Let me share with you some research I have done about what is making people really uptight today. Here's what I want to do. I want to give you an overview of the seven areas that I find are winding people tighter and tighter and tighter today. And then I'd like to come back and take each one of these seven things that are just winding people up and break them down into real practical understanding and give you some guidelines of how not to let this stress overwhelm your life. Seven areas where uptightness is increasing in today's society. First, is the uncertainty in and around people's lives. Folks, uncertainty is such a powerful set of emotions to deal with. It is the result of an increase in worry and doubt. When worry and doubt join forces, the result is uncertainty. What uncertainty does is it paralyzes you. Have you ever felt any increase in your worry, your doubt? Have you ever found yourself standing in the middle of your own life, not knowing what to do? Just look at what's happening to life today. The increase in the price of gas. The increase in the cost of living. And how much of life right now is so filled with a part of uncertainty. And if uncertainty is something that can paralyze us, and the uncertainty is increasing, isn't it only natural that the level of stress would also be increasing? Second, is the pressure about finances. How large is this in people's lives today? I see it on the faces of people as they fill their car up with gas. I see it as they're in the grocery store and they're shopping for their family. I see it as they look at their income and the monetary needs of their family and how with the increase of prices, money is having to be stretched further and further. And for many, they're already stretched as far as they can go. I see it. I feel it. But I also understand it's much easier to adjust upward than it is to have to adjust downward. Most people's spending habits have become a way of life. Have you ever gone to bed at night and heard your checkbook crying from the lack of nourishment? Do you think finances has increased the stress in many people's lives today? 
I do. I see it as a huge increase. The third thing I have seen increasing the uptightness in people's lives today is the aging process. Now, this may sound funny, but admitting to getting older is a great amount of stress for many people. You see, aging is a fact of life that many people would just rather not go through. The fourth of our seven is the instability in people's lives. I really believe most are searching for stability and simplicity. I think that's what most people want in their life more than anything. They want a life that's simple. The challenge is their life is not designed for simplicity. Their life is not designed for stability. The challenge is their life is not designed for either. If I talked about wanting one thing for my life, but act in a way that won't allow me to have it, do you think the confusion might increase the stress in my life? The next in our creators of uptightness is the fact they live going in circles. If every day finds you facing the same challenges and still not resolving them, do you think that might increase the stress in your life? Most people have chosen to allow themselves to be trapped in a world of sameness. That sameness has exhausted them. It's eroded a lot of their dream and has left them staring at a blank screen as they think about a better tomorrow. The next of our untightness is having no plan for your life. So many people I talk to tell me, I don't know what to do. I used to be able to figure things out, but now I feel so lost. I feel so trapped. It is hard for me to see anything different from what is right now in my life. Do you think as hope diminishes, stress will increase? The final of the seven things is the family things. I'm not sure the family really exists anymore. I believe we share houses rather than build homes. A home is a place where people come together and connect. It is a place of togetherness where lives touch, are strengthened and developed. I used to refer to today's home as a bed and breakfast, but today I think it just might be just a bed. You can define today's family as an arena of disconnect. Now, do you see any of these as real do you find any of these as something that you are going through? We're talking about one of the greatest issues in life today, that being stress. How many days do you have that you really do feel anxious about? How often do you worry? How many days do you encounter doubt? Do you have days where you feel overwhelmed? We're talking about the most consistent thing that people deal with every day in their life. Stress. And remember my definition. Stress is anything in your life that makes you uptight. And it's that word uptight that I want us to focus on. We talked about the seven things that people are dealing with right now in their life that is making them uptight. Uncertainty in and around their life. Pressure about finances. 
the aging process, instability, going in circles, having no plan for their life. And then the family things. How many of those seven do you think you are wrestling with right now? Is there any uncertainty? Do you have any pressure about finances? You ever worry about getting older? What about instability? Do you ever feel like that you're standing on the top of a hole and at any minute it could just cave in? What about going in circles? Do you ever feel like today is just more of the same and you didn't enjoy yesterday and the sameness it brought? What about having no plan for your life? Every day you get up and you don't live, you last. Every day you exist, you don't experience. And what about the family things? Family is not easy today. Because our world when it comes to family is more about disconnect than it is connect. If I came and just used these seven things for your life, how many of the seven would you be struggling with right now? I want to go back and take each one of these seven, one at a time. And I want you to listen as we go through them. And understand the stressors. Understand the level of stress. Understand what these seven can actually do to your life. Number one. Uncertainty in and around your life. You know what I found from the counseling room? Most people want to live in a world they can predict. In that environment, they think they would feel safe. You see, when life loses its predictability, the internal pressure increases. That would mean that you would wrestle with increased stress. Do you understand that the two greatest creators of stress in most people's lives right now are unpredictable and uncontrollable events. I mean, as you look at your life today and look around your life, is there this air of being unpredictable? You ever had a time when you just waited for the next shoe to fall? You ever had a time when you felt like that life was just caving in on top of you? So what is it that makes life unpredictable? I have found four things. One loses their purpose. People tell me all the time, Richard, I don't have a dream. Everybody has a dream. The challenge is most people's dreams get buried under the clutter in their life. And it's not that their dream is gone. It's just not there at the level it used to be. And when a, a life no longer has a dream at the center of it, what happens? It loses its direction. And when you have no direction, what does that affect? Your decision-making skills. Because without direction and without purpose, it's challenging to know what to do. So it just feeds the uncertainty in and around your life. What makes life unpredictable? Indecision. When life is unpredictable, you don't know what to do. So you think and you say, well, this and then what do you do? You talk yourself out of it. 
And you keep moving from point to point to point, never really settling on anything. Why? Because you just feel so uncertain. And when you feel that uncertainty, everything around you just doesn't make sense. What makes life unpredictable? Fear becomes stronger than desire. This is huge. Because when you lose your direction, when your life is filled with uncertainty, and all of a sudden you find yourself worrying about things and doubting yourself and not knowing what to do, what happens? Your fear increases. And as fear increases, it just paralyzes you more. And as it paralyzes you more, now you're even more uncertain what to do. What makes life unpredictable? The fourth thing, emotional entanglements. Because you see, as you begin to fall apart, people around you begin to start giving you their opinion. And the last thing you need is their opinion. But everybody knows what you need to be doing, and yet most of those people don't have an idea what they're talking about, nor do they really care about you. But when you lack that direction, when you're uncertain, when you can't see beyond the space where you're standing, your emotions increase, and all of a sudden you've got this war going on inside you. You see, I believe that life will hand you more surprises than calmness. When, and you can, when you turn that fact around, you're managing your life. Your life is not managing you, which means you can control your stress. So how do you handle this stress? Stop and face what is. Admit to what's going on in your life and stop, pause, slow down and face the fact of what you're really dealing with. How do you handle this stress? The pace is critical. It's the rule of thumb. Every time you think you need to speed up, it's a sign you need to slow down. So you've got to slow the pace down. Refuse, and that's a big word. Refuse to react to surprises. Listen, you're not going to be able to predict everything. But if you're moving at a pace that you can manage, and you trust yourself, and you believe in you, then you'll be able to handle the surprises. How do you handle the stress that comes with the uncertainty? Examine your options. Slow down, pause, take a deep breath, use your peripheral vision, and look around and find all your options. Stay clear of the soothsayers. These people out there who come at you with the, the sky is falling and woe is you, you need to stay clear of these people because they're only there to what? Enhance your uncertainty. And then stay focused on today. It's all you have. You don't have yesterday. That's gone. You don't have tomorrow. That's in front of you. But if I worry about what didn't happen yesterday, or if I'm staring at tomorrow with no plan, then I'm standing in today frozen. So I must stay focused on today. What makes people uptight? The second thing is pressure about finances. Would you agree with me that our society has taught people to live beyond their means? When you are working hard but not getting ahead or even getting even, your internal, passion, your internal pressure increases and that eats at your passion. 
That means an increase in your personal and your family stress. The main thing I want you to hear right here is our society has taught us to live beyond our means. Have you ever done that? Have you ever purchased something on a whim? Ever saw something that just decided you wanted it and you didn't think about whether you could afford it or not and you just did it? Why? Because it's become acceptable that I can take care of this later. I can put it on a credit card and pay for it later. Now some of these companies will even let you buy it, and there's no interest for four to five years. And you think, I'm saving money. They're going to get it some way. Why is it that so many people live beyond their financial means? We need to understand this because this financial pressure is increasing, and I think has become one of the top things that are making people uptight. So why is it that so many people live beyond their financial means? Here's what I found. Family expectations. We got to stay up with the Joneses. Our kids have to look like other kids. There's all these family expectations that cost money that for many people they don't have. But they've got to stay up with the Joneses. Insisting on doing everything now is another reason people live beyond their financial means. My dad did not believe in credit. I can remember when I was growing up that we didn't buy something unless we could pay for it. But we now live in this instant society where because of credit cards, we can go out and we can satisfy what we think is a hunger right now, whether we can afford it or not, because we need it right now. It's our instant gratification. Why do so many people live beyond their financial means? They have no budget. A friend of mine, Robin Thompson, who you will hear, she and I did a program on financial stability. And we did a conference a year or so ago, a couples retreat. And she did one of the most interesting things I'd ever seen done. She took those 40 couples that we had, divided them, and gave them each a financial sheet for them to fill out. And then brought the couples back together to see how much they understood about budget. Did you know, with the exception of two of them, all of them were more than $1,000 a month apart on what it took to run the household. You know how many people don't even have a budget? And when there is no budget, there is no control spending. Because without a budget, if there's money in the bank, hey, we've got that to spend. We don't think about having to be accountable for what we owe. Why do so many live beyond their financial means? Always looking for the end of the rainbow. Somehow they bought into the illusion that there's a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Folks, there is no pot of gold. Why do so many live beyond their financial means? No support from others who share life with them. You ever seen Penny Pincher and Penny Spender married to each other? One's good at blowing the budget and the other's always working to balance the budget? For there to be financial togetherness, there has to be a common financial plan. There has to be a common agenda. Why do so many live beyond their financial means? They're always comparing themselves to the people next door. And they always have to be equal to whether they can afford it or not. Another reason is the investment of dollars in the wrong thing. Every day, what do they do? They see, they think they have a desire, so they get And yet, I watch people today go out and buy a big screen TV who can't even pay their mortgage. 
I watch people today who are struggling financially who go out and they just buy things at a whim. Why do so many live beyond their financial means? Always facing a crisis. There's always something else that they need to put their money into. There's always something else that they need to spend on. And then loads of uncertainty around and in their life, right back to where we started. Folks, when things become your measuring stick, you will never have enough. So how do you handle the stress that this pressure about finances brings? Sit down and prepare a budget. Talk all financial issues through. Don't spend without agreeing with each other. Refuse to purchase anything on an impulse. Examine your real needs. Stay away from overusing credit cards. And then slow everything down. What's making most people live up tight today? The third of our seven is the aging process. What's interesting, as the reality of age sets in and you're faced with mortality, the internal pressure increases. That means you know you're going to lose the battle for youth. The result for many is personal stress. So what is it about aging that makes it so challenging? Agendas you haven't obtained. Things you said you wanted in your life, and now you're getting to the other side of life, and you realize that time is getting shorter. Giving in to the fact of aging. You don't want to get old. So every day you're fighting with yourself. Increasing physical problems. That in your life, what is happening? You get these little aches and these little pains that you've never had before. Not financially ready. You always talked about what you were going to save. You always talked about putting away for retirement. You always talked about all these things you were going to do. And now that you're getting older and you're looking, you haven't done it. Maybe the biggest challenge about aging is getting ready for death. That you know you were born, but you also know you're going to die. But you don't want to face that. You see, I believe that age is a physical fact your mind does not have to agree to. I think you can be as young as you want to be, but the minute, the minute aging becomes a challenge to you, you will get old. So how do you handle the stress that goes with the aging process? Start with seeing life's good. All of us have had a good life. Sometimes, though, we forget about that. And we major on the things that were wrong. And if that's all you see, you're going to get older. Take each day as a gift to unwrap. Life is not certain, is it? I mean, here today, gone tomorrow, that could be true. So you have to take each day as a gift. And during that day, unwrap that day and find the good in it. How do you handle the stress with aging? Refuse to stop living. Hey, if you're going to sit down and die, just go buy yourself a coffin and lay down. You'll save people a lot of work. How do you handle the stress of aging? Explore life and adapt to newness. Keep your creativity alive. Search for ways to feed your mind. Don't go into a corner and sit there and not live. Stay centered on living with purpose. And then stay focused on achieving. What makes most people uptight? Instability.
You see, instability is a companion to uncertainty. Where you find one, you're going to find the other. Instability weakens your foundation of self-trust. That means making decisions becomes frightening. The result? More personal stress. So what does instability create? Insecurity? Negative emotions? Self-sabotage. You ever done that to yourself? The loss of any direction. You get up and you don't know where to turn, where to go, what to do. A sinking feeling that my life is over. I don't know how to live. Believing that things are going to get worse. I'm going to tell you, you can make a bad day even worse if you want to. Internal wars. Those battles that you fight between the old you and the new you. And the old you wants you to stay the same. And the new you says, come on, let's live. And that's a battle you fight every day. What does instability create? Lies. You think you ever lied to yourself? You think you ever try to convince yourself of things that aren't true? You don't think that doesn't increase your stress? Increase pressures from others because of their opinions, what they want from you, their demands on you, what they expect you ought to be. The circle of sameness. Every day getting up, going out, and coming back to the same campsite you left that morning. Let me tell you something. That will eat at you. That will increase your stress. Your feelings of no value. When instability sets in, you're trapped. You're trapped in that circle of sameness. So how do you handle this stress of uncertainty? Start with regrouping your life. Slow down, take a look, redesign. Take inventory of the good that is present. There's always good in your life, folks. And if you focus on the good, it'll help you control your stress. Refuse to stare at the negative. Don't put your emphasis on what isn't. Place your emphasis on what is. Express your fears. Don't bury them. Don't hide them. Express them. Support group. People around you who believe in you that you trust, who you know are there for you. And then slow down. Manage your life. This is not a race. Don't allow your life to manage you. Because if your life is managing you, your stress will be out of control. We're talking about stress. Do you have any? We're talking about learning to manage your stress rather than your stress managing you. We're talking about stress, that part of your life that makes you uptight. And we're talking about the seven things that are winding people tighter and tighter today. And we've talked about the uncertainty in and around their life. The pressure about finances. The aging process. Instability. And we have three left. The next one is going in circles. When life becomes the circle of sameness, each day you are expending more energy than you're receiving. You've been there. In that design, you spend more time staring at what is not happening rather than on focusing on what you could be doing. Let me tell you something. This disappointment and depression just increases your personal stress. So where do most of the circles come from? 
let me tell you what I've seen in my working with human behavior. The confusion that results from not facing issues. If I came to your life, would I find any issues that you should be confronting that you're still avoiding and they've been there for a while and every time a subject comes up, it goes back to that which you haven't completed? Because, folks, anything that is not resolved, anything that is not completed has continuation and it will come back. Where do most of the circles come from? Indecision that keeps you in the same place. Every day, it's the same thought. Every day, it's the same hassle. Every day, it's a repetition of what was yesterday, and that was a yesterday you didn't enjoy. Where do most of the circles come from? Reacting becomes your first move. Anything that happens, what do you do? You emotionally charge at it. So you react. You don't respond. Where do most of the circles come from? Confidence in yourself is missing. You just don't trust yourself. You don't believe in yourself to make the right decisions. So what do you feed? You feed the uncertainty. You feed the instability, which means you're only going to go in circles. Layers of fear about taking actions. Back to not trusting yourself. Emotions take over your picture of life. Everything you see is seen through emotional eyes. So what do you do? You settle for what is. Circles close your mind to the exit door. When there is no perceived exit, there's only more of the same. So how do you handle this stress? Start with personal honesty. Get honest with yourself. Trust yourself. Refuse to settle for what is. Put the emphasis on what can be. Erase your negative actions. If it's going to bring confusion to your life, don't go there. Seek one who can offer you guidance. Find someone who has the clarity you don't have. And then, folks, slow everything down. What makes people uptight today? Having no plan for their life. As much as a person may want to improve, most don't have a plan to achieve it. The result is a living circle that constantly brings them back to the same challenges, the same issues. That means most days are filled with the stress that results from what? Feeling lost. You know what happens without a plan? A person will pass by possibilities. A person will experience a feeling of being lost. A person will resent the success of others. A person will struggle with where they are not. A person will open self to negative attacks. They'll even become their own worst enemy and just constantly beat on themselves. A person without a plan will never feel complete. Now hear me. Without a plan, anything you seek to do is simply a guess. When life is about guessing, you will be guided by doubt, by uncertainty, and the feeling of being lost. So how do you handle this stress of having no plan? Slow down. Remember, this is not a race. Take a look at your confusion. Remember my question? Is this going to feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? And if it's going to feed my confusion, I promise you it's going to increase my stress. If it's going to strengthen my calmness and my clarity, it's going to what? Calm my stress. How do you handle the stress? Regroup around your talents. We're all talented, 
But sometimes we forget how talented we are, and the greater the stress, the more we forget. Examine what you call your dream. Go back, find it, strengthen it, bring it to the forefront of your life. Sketch with your imagination. Turn your mind loose. Let your mind show you the pathway that's there for you. And then seek the counsel of one who is beyond where you are. What makes people uptight today? The seventh one, the family things. Folks, there are few things more stressful than the events a family will go through. The emotional connections can place many people on an emotional and a reactionary slide. That means consistent stress that just seems to hold on to your life. Now, where is this family stress coming from today? Financial strain, living beyond your needs, not being able to make ends meet, a lack of shared agendas. Do you think two people can share a bed, share a house, even create a child and become total strangers? Medical issues. Things that happened that you didn't count on. And what about the many, many people today who don't have medical insurance? It just takes one medical thing to put them under. Instability in the family relationships. The family is not a unit. It is lives that share a space disconnected. The loss of a family member. And what about years of unresolved issues? So how do you handle the stress that comes with these family things? Start with unconditional love. I learned in the counseling room, people don't fall out of love with each other. They fall out of love with what the relationship has deteriorated to. And love is something you have to work on. It has to be an everyday thing. There must be clear communication. You have to talk. You have to share. You have to respect each other. Because if I don't respect you, I don't trust you, I don't listen to you, and I don't really get involved in communicating with you. Expectations must be negotiable, not set in stone. Stay connected. Work at it. Self-development is a must. Now, next week when we come back together, I want to talk about part two of controlling stress in your life. I want to share with you my 12 realities about stress.